0: respect and welcome to Two Defeats from a Crisis on Saturday 3. On this episode, myself and the guys will look back on Rangers' dramatic 2-1 win over Hearts at Ibrox on Sunday. Joining me to go this is first of all, Tom. Tom, how are you doing? I'm very well. Always, always good when we get a result. Aye, aye. And in, in, in such great circumstances as well. Oh, all right. And joining Tom and I is Dave. Dave, how are you, mate? Um, quite significantly better after that last seven minutes. Aye, aye, because it's really the only Points worth talking about in a positive light. Um everything else will probably be in a negative light, unfortunately, but um we'll try and not be too negative tonight. Um look, it was a positive weekend all round. The Rangers uh clawed back some ground on uh Celtic. They drew 0-0 uh, at Easter Road on the Saturday, which means it ran- which meant sorry that Rangers could obviously claw back uh two points on Celtic if we were victorious against Hearts. Um and Tom, the team tried their bloody hardest not to claw back some ground. Well, they, that's putting it mildly. Yeah, I mean, we yeah we got we got a bit of a
1: gift on on Saturday, and then there uh, the we all came into it thinking you know quite positive. This is our chance, pull it back, and obviously nobody told the players until what the last sort of twenty but ten minutes.
0: Yeah, um, I'll just go through the starting lineup. Uh, Butland, uh, so, sorry, it was Butland, Tavernier, Yilmaz, Goldson and Davis. Lammers, Cantwell, Seymour, Lundstrom, Raskin, and Dessels up front. Dave, I probably absolutely butchered the the um, the order and what the names should have been lined up there. I think I said the fullbacks first, and then the central halves, and then the wingers, and then the midfielders. So that's probably annoyed you. that probably the first talking point. Um, <laughs> but look, before this isn't hindsight. Uh, before the game, the kind of talking point is Danilo, Danilo can he play ninety minutes? The manager confirmed they couldn't. But the argument from the Rangers fans were like, if he can't play the ninety minutes, can we at least start him, get an hour at him? Because he could probably do more in that hour than than Dessels could do. Um obviously if Dessels was 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 playing the hour. Um but he obviously went with with Dessels. Lammers, um, I think the only real kind of option we had there would have been Scott Wright or or Ross McCosland. But he's he stuck about of faith there with Lammers and Dessels. Um and they 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 are now not in borrowed time. They are aye they they're in football they're in Rangers football club death row. They've got to be. Um because aye. Absolute disasters of of, of a pair of signings.
2: Aye, I'm just calling them they two now. I, I think rather than type their names in full on Twitter or say it, I'm just gonna start calling them they two because you can kinda of wrap them into one and they are as dismal a pair as i've ever seen right i'm going to put some names to you here and i want you to tell me if they're better they're better or worse than they two right martin wycom and josh windas
0: see the thing is i thought you were going to say like ego Austin and starting Capucho, or what, i thought you were actually going to go in the flop territory so i think you've been very 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 and I, I honestly they've this is a sentence i never thought i would say but you're actually being very, very harsh on Josh Windows <laughs> here. <laughs> Do you know, I'm, I'm
2: trying to I'm trying not to go full blown Austin Stad beat and oh, St. right. I, oh, I know that, that's the way you oh. take it, right? But if you look at guys who were like sort of mediocre for us in the top division, would you take Martin Wagon over Dessers and Lammers? Yes, you would. Kerry Miller at thirty eight? Yes, you would. Joe
0: Garner.
2: Probably you would probably take these guys, and that's just trying to, to, to not get caught up in the hyperbole. We had guys coming out the back end of the banter years or peak banter years who contributed more in a fucking far worse overall Rangers team than they two. It's it's beyond a joke now, and it's actually turning into a, a bit of an emergency. I was looking today on Twitter, and a lot of the projected league tables and all the kind of XG stats and that are starting to crystallise a wee bit around points and expected points and whatever. And by this point in the season, usually you've got a good steer on. Rough, They're going to be roughly correct there or thereabouts. This league's winnable. It's projecting both old firm teams to get 86 points. I said that at the start of the season. I think if you got 90 this season, you were going to win it. And the fact that we're persevering with A2, we won't get to that level because they're just simply not good enough. But we can win this league if we sort that up-front position out. And at this point, I'm minded to start Lovelace, and I don't know
1: Colin Stewart, anybody. Start Lovelace fit though. That's the problem, it? I think we're, we're bollocks. We just don't. We have nobody fit. We have I'm, nobody I'm, else fit up front. I'm not sure Colin Stewart's
2: match for either, considering he's been a goalie coach for ten years. But get him up there.
1: I thought he meant the lottery fella. <laughs> <laughs> so, the
2: goalie coach just literally anybody start Bizgrove himself. Just put somebody up there. Put anybody part for the two. Uh, this has been kind of a meandering point we've made here, but they are as bad as I've ever seen from a supposedly competitive Rangers side with these two up front. And it didn't really change until the 80th minute when both went off and we actually started to make some proper headways, like starting with nine men. Well, it really is. In actual fact,
0: Dessels was hooked at half time, um, Andy was taken off. Uh, but <laughs> the thing is, people might be thinking, why are we starting with this? Well, there is actually a reason why I'm starting with Dessels um and Lammels, but more so Dessels to this point. Because within five minutes, hearts have opened the scoring. Lauren uh, Shatland um coming over the top of uh, not literally, um Red Van Yomas and obviously uh, knocking the ball in for one nil. Um and we've spent nearly four million quid on Dessels. On Dessels and Lammers, you're talking seven, seven and a half, eight million, whatever, but it's there or thereabouts. Um, and there's... If it, right, Shanklin isn't going to cost us four million quid. Shanklin isn't going to cost us Dessels money. I'd imagine he's going to be significantly less than that. I would say about half you would probably get him. But let's just say Hearts took the piss and Hearts demanded Dessels money and we paid the money to Hearts that we paid for Dessels and we didn't get Dessels. Tom, are we... In a far better place or are we in a far worse place or are we at the same level if we have Shankland at four million good instead of Dessers?
1: I think we're I think we're in definitely in a better place because yeah, I
0: mean Shankland or he's not
1: he's not scored as many this season, but he, he he's doing better than uh he's doing better than Deces, so what, what
0: can you ask for really? He's just a better player. He's just a better player. What I seen on uh Sunday now, I know we're a Rangers podcast and we don't we're not gonna kinda of over analyse and and, and you know, praise opposition teams or, or players, despite the fact that Lauren Shankland is a bear, But what I seen uh, on Sunday was a proper centre forward's performance, holding the ball up, bringing people on to play, winning smart fouls, dominating uh, in the air when he had to, very clever on the ball uh, when it was on the ground, and clinical. Uh, I think he only had two chances and scored one of them. Um, Dave, just that—that's the dream. For <laughs>
2: It's, uh, I, I, I was going to make the point you've just made That I thought he's holed up Bringing people into play written, He fed on scraps, very much fed on scraps They camped in after that goal Which was, as you say, a lovely taken goal But you look at that and go He's bringing people in, he's twisting, he's turning He's holding up, he's looking for his teammates He's looking for fills. We're getting none of that for the other two He's it, it, so far clear A Dessers as a target man It's absolutely unreal that he's still at hearts And we have to watch Dessers it would have cost us a fraction of what he cost and will cost us in wages. And how this has happened is total negligence on the part of whoever was responsible for that decision in terms of signings.
0: Yeah, it's been a howler. An absolute howler. But um, we're kind of, to t- almost Tom's point, we're kind of stuck with him now. But doesn't he mean we need to play them? I, I, literally, some of the young boys in that academy whether they're ready or not they'll still contribute more than what these two are um, do you know something I'm actually going to I'm going to I'm going to nail my colours uh, to the mass field um, just not good enough but the the bigger problem is Lammers this guy is anonymous I don't know what he's meant to do, I don't know his best position, he can't run. Um, yes, yeah, sometimes the ball's like a magnet to him uh, at his feet, but that's because he turns away from danger, which makes it look as if he's got all the time in the world, when actually you compare a similar player with, like that, but the ball just seems like Velcro. Um, Joe Arribo, Joe Aribo would turn into the danger to try and find that yard of space to obviously create something. Lammers goes the other way, so that's how maybe there's this optical illusion that there is a player in there. The guy is a wasted jersey. Um, and Tom, it just can't go on. It just cannot go on. He's got the heart of a mouse. I do not see what he contributes to this Rangers team at all. And again, welcome to Rangers, lads. This is it. Everything's under the microscope. It's not your fault that you play with Rangers. It's no your fault you're getting paid mega monies. And it's not your fault you're not good enough. But I'm sorry. As Rangers fans, we see it. Uh, we see it as we see it. And I, um, just Tom, Sam levels. I I think it's
1: almost cruel to play him now. I would from from his because he's that shit out of form. The fans have turned on him. I think even a hat trick against Celtic in January, and I appreciate it's still October. I think even a hat trick against that lot wouldn't be enough to turn it around for him. I think he's he's done in in the eyes of the the supporters. So, you know, I think it's almost inhuman playing him.
2: There was a bit of grumbling when he went off the other day. I don't, I'm not going to call it boom, but there was a bit of grumbling. And I think the the, the fans were just making their feelings about his selection clear. Yeah. That they were not happy. Not necessarily burn the guy off, but just a bit of grumbling saying, mm, you can't. Eat. I think we're just communicating to Clement. This can't continue. Which I suppose leads us on to the next point. And it's very early days. But if Phil hasn't thrust these two out it, as being not up to scratch, and doesn't drop them immediately. There's
0: a bit of a red flag there for me. Uh, well, listen, that's just that that remains to be seen. It's kind of conjecture at this point. I don't want to. I'm going to try my hardest not to um, have any negativity around the manager at the moment. I don't think it's warranted. I don't think it's uh, very helpful for him. But uh, Dave, can I bring back to your famous quote uh, with Michael Beale, where you said that the knife's only out, but you know where the knife is? Um, <laughs> I'm nowhere near. Like, I just want to make this clear. I'm just want to make this absolutely clear. I'm nowhere near getting that knife we come on. But I certainly fucking know what it is. <laughs> so, uh, I'm
2: not, the, not I'm not there yet either. I just we've get, the new broom sweeps clean has to start coming to the fore here and I think it would be quite a powerful signal to the fans if it was like right, okay, I've got this and I'm now making the decisions here and these two can can't play for me. It, it has to come. The fans will, will we won't recriminate on the basis that we've spent seven million these guys we've got to play them. The fans will be like, no, they're no good enough. Get them out. We don't care how much they cost. They're just no good enough. Far from I'm actually quite positive about the manager and I'm sure I'll come on to it later. But
0: manager yeah, uh, by the way, which is just I can I never expected to be this positive about Clement so early. I I I, I thought that uh, uh, it's going to take him months to turn me around. Uh, I was never against him. I don't I don't mean that. I just mean I've seen that I've seen this all before. A new manager comes in and we get a bounce. It happened with Gio, it happened with Bill and it was always going to happen with on. And I thought I'm going to judge him kind of after January because that's when the you know that's when the, the big games happen. That's when the, the the really really meaningful games happen where there's prizes to be won. Um, but straight away after three games, I'm like I really really like this guy. Um, he is a breath of fresh sure. air.
2: I'm on board as well. I think tactically, I've seen enough to suggest that we're going in the right direction. He- here's my kind of thoughts on the game the way the game panned out at the weekend we, we tried to attack centrally for the most part it was not the case under gerard geo and bill of getting it wide and flinging aimless crosses and albeit the goal came for a cross right but we've we chosen moments for that if you think lundstrom was many match at the game and if you think back to the picture of the game in your head it's lundstrom on the edge of their d forcing us in forcing us forward trying to look for quick one-twos trying to look for smart link ups. We were playing centrally and attacking in good areas. Well,
0: we he doesn't quite... do, does do it under wheel or dual.
2: No, no, it's it's this usual out to have out wide, fling it in, out wide, fling it in. There was none of that at the weekend, really. We chose our moments and we actually tried to drive into the box more than we just flung the endless cross in. So there's these wee signs for me that he kind of gets the, the low block thing and he's trying to attack in different patterns and we're not going to see the same. What was the record? Did we not fling 45 crosses into a box man game?
0: That was
2: the... Livingston? Aye, aye. David Martindale says, I knew you were going to do that. Uh, aye, we're, we're trying to vary it up a wee bit, so I'm kind of seeing enough. The win, uh, the win, felt like a win, the draw in Prague, uh, New no, three undefeated, and a reasonably comfortable one against Tibbs. So I'm seeing enough to make me, to give me comfort that he knows what he's doing.
0: Well, obviously, Tom, Just we, we kind of started this with slot, um Lammers and Dessels, uh, but I wanted to start with the two because they are fairly new in the door um, and they just quite clearly, abundantly, are not good enough. This is not a uh, uh, kind of diseased mentality that's been allowed to fester in new players where they just kind of got themselves in the same rut as, as the same players that have been there for years. This is just fundamentally a case of two players have come in and have made us worse, which I genuinely thought would have been impossible. So we get that out of the way. That first, first, that first 45 minutes, I'm not going to go through the blow by blow. It's pointless. It was the Rangers of old where they have plenty of the ball. As Dave says, we were trying new things, which was kind of good to see. But at the end of the day, the end result was the same. We went in in a losing position in a game where we were able to call back some deficit on Celtic. And we've been here so many times before with this Rangers team. And we'll come to the missed penalty in a minute. but. The mentality of this team is always going to be questioned. Of course it is. And I don't think it's worth even getting into talking about it. The Their the mentality will always be questioned until uh, they get as more trophies. And ultimately, if they don't get as more trophies and the team is completely ripped apart, um, they'll always be seen as a, a very poor Rangers team in terms of mentality. Uh, I don't think that's too harsh. Um, and, and the fact that you have to reference 55, uh, which happened obviously two years ago, pretty much shows that the mentality... Um, since has been pretty poor so where, where I'm getting at is we're you as frustrated as me as you were thinking here we fucking go again same old shit with this team shit in the bed when it really really matters because I'm genuinely convinced Tom that um, if Celtic beat Hibs on the Saturday we would have in half time comfortably 3-0 up maybe 3-1 up you know because they're a lot more relaxed the, the their, their muscles are a wee bit more looser because obviously that tension isn't quite there they know that um, th- there's nothing up for grabs per se in the game, uh, and I've seen it so many times with, a, with, a, with this team and these players. And I genuinely felt, and credit to them, that it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. But come half time, I genuinely felt, here we go again, it's same old shit for the same old folk. Yep, yeah, I mean, I wasn't at the game in person, you know, at Ibrox,
1: but the players would have felt it, you know, the fan, the fan thinking, right, we've got, we've got a, you know, a slight get out of jail, let's play it. And um, yeah, the, the players, as you said, yeah, they, they shut it. It was well, and the first forty five well, they, they cannot cope with the, the pressure.
0: Yeah. The the first forty five definitely I'd agree with that, but the, obviously they ultimately got it out the, the bag, which you, you have to give them credit where credit's due, but it was Dave Tom talks about Get out of jail free cards. Obviously he's referencing Celtic's drop points here at the Hibs, but we genuinely had one in this game where we get that penalty at the end of the first half. Stone uh Stonewaller, by the way. Uh, no no dispute about that. Can't absolutely cleaned out. Um I mean, the stars were aligning for a country a day, weren't it, Dave? Because Darv misses. I
2: when, that, when the penalty hit the post and broke away and the whistle, went, the energy absolutely left the stadium. It was so deflating. It was People were trudging down to the concourses like it was the final whistle. And do you know what? It felt like the final whistle. It felt like we'd just... Mentally, the fans had put so much into that first half because we knew it was at stake. We knew they'd drop points. It's a glimmer of hope in the league. It's still a mountain to climb, but it's a glimmer of hope. And then that happens. We're in kind of brightest moment, apart from the ball hitting Dessers and getting cleared off the line. A wee burst if Cantwell can't well you get that and you think like are one each at half time and it's pretty much done you're going to get a goal in the second half because they're going to camp in and when it doesn't happen they, yeah you're having the same thoughts fucking mentality getting questioned the, the ability of this team to dig it out but it matters I, I've lost count how many times Celtic have dropped points and we've went straight out and shot the bed it, it's easily once a season every season apart from uh, the season we won the league if no more if no once or twice a season so it's starting to get really fucking tiresome. But I, at that point, you're questioning your own existence, Rangers' existence, everything burning your season ticket in your heat. Because I just don't know how many more times we're going to be able to watch this movie. But again, if you look at the game back, you would see pretty much constant Rangers' attack. So I do agree with what you said. They, they didn't play with the same freedom. I praised them on the pod for Hibs for playing with freedom and a looseness that hadn't been there for six months. And then... It, we tightened up, there was a couple of times it was easy balls on at YT Ilmaz or easy balls into space in the middle of the park and we tightened up and went back. That doesn't happen if you're not feeling the pressure, if you're playing with looseness, if you've not got the double pressure of one, chasing a lead or chasing a deficit out and two, chasing doing Celtic. I've resisted it for so long but there is definitely a mentality thing at playing. as you say it'll be a thing until it's not a thing, it'll be a thing until they prove to themselves that they can actually do it and
0: will they? I don't know. Well, there's every chance, because Rangers did turn that around in um, the second half, um, and well, just turned that around actually, uh, Tom, the, from minute 46 to minute, uh, what was it, 88 or whatever, 86, 88, whatever, the fucking, whenever the penalty, obviously the the actual foul happened during the 88th minute, but I think the penalty was actually taken in the 90th, so let's just call it minute 46 to minute 90, it was an horrific watch, it was a little better. I think Danilo, far, far better than Dessels. I think uh, when Ryan Jack was introduced, I know he only had really kind of seven minutes plus nine minutes, you're talking 16 minutes, but when Ryan Jack was introduced, getting his foot in the ball, calming everybody down. Wright coming on for the injured Raskin, I thought he gave us a bit of kind of energy. Um, and young Ross McCausland, brilliant. Uh, I thought he would just so much digging the wee guy. Technically, he's not there yet, he's got some way to go, but in terms of application, Um, it was much needed on the day and we just kept forcing it and forcing it and forcing it now we've seen this before Livingston has already been referenced Um, when you keep forcing it and forcing it and forcing it and nothing lands for you and you don't get the desired result it just becomes depressing again to this point and we were certainly heading that way before we talk about the penalty and then obviously the winning goal um, what what I would say is Tom, were you pretty much resigned to the fact that like we're not going to win the game. We might get a draw here, but we pretty much resigned to the fact that that's it. It's over. There, there is no league reprieve. here. pretty much as soon as Hearts got well, as soon as Hearts went 1-0 up,
1: I was like, now we've fucking blown it. That's it. Why? And was, yeah? What 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 is it with this team? Why
0: why can they not do it? But yeah. But did, did you see? Did could you see it anyway where we were going to get back in it?
1: No, because you know they they they, they had to the play. You know they, but they just they were they were showing nothing. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we, we we covered the missed penalty, but I you know I think I think I said it. We could I thought I was genuinely convinced we could have still been playing now and we wouldn't have, and we wouldn't have scored. Yeah, but clearly it was proved well, wrong, so that's a bonus.
0: <laughs> but in, in one aspect where we weren't proved wrong as, as a fan base was the fact that the ball landed to the feet of uh, Sam Lammers, Dave, and he fucking skies it.
2: I it's new. I, I brought this up on the pod last week. Now he's blown up. Pretty big chance in almost every game. Uh, again, he gets a decent enough chance. It's, it's a decent enough chance. If he knocks it back across goal, he's got a fair chance, and he somehow manages to put it in the back row of the stand. I'm kinda right, so you take the best striker in the world, and we'll just accept for the moment it's Haaland, right? He, if you gave him every Sam Lammers chance, he would miss one. He would blow a sitter because that's just what happens, right? So if you reverse that logic, how is somebody like Sam Lammers not accidentally shinned one of these chances in? <laughs> How's he not scored by accident? Like, he's it six fucking setters Surely law of averages. Even if you're trying to miss, one of them should get shanked in. Cause it's just a thing that happens. I, I, I can't. They can't. So can I say i that in this? As I'm allowed to say? The yeah. Run away! Run away! But, Run away. Eh, fuck man! Honestly, I'm just so done with him. It's it. It's like his mom's been kidnapped, and if he scores, they're going to kill her. I, I can't figure out why he can't just put the ball in the net. He's not had a glaring chance in almost every single game and yeah. comprehensively blowing every single one of them and I, it's not even like it came close it's not been a great save or it's not been a clear daffy line the closest they came is hitting the inside of the post against tibbs and even then that was probably one of the better chances because the ball was sitting nicely inside the six yard box and the full stadium erupted to cheer because it's unmissable mm. and no. He's added another one to this lamentable track record. Uh, it's honestly, it's absolutely. His continued presence is just frying my head, absolutely
0: frying my head.
2: Yeah, and I, I like to normally be a bit more articulate in that, but I just don't have any more words to say about the guy. Yeah, that's
0: aye, it's pretty depressing. Don't the worst it.
2: thing is, him and Desil's don't seem like two two douchebags, right? They seem like nice enough guys. We've seen guys who you just take an immediate dislike to and go, nah, "Do you know what? I'd like you." Get out. They seem like decent enough blocks, but they're they just no up to it, man. There's just nowhere near up to it. And you can keep blowing chances and play for rangers like that.
0: Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I would agree with that. It's uh it's pretty it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um so we get a corner, it comes in, um and it's cleared fairly easily by hearts and then there's a stoppage in play and then the the really exciting action of the referee putting his hand to his ear happens um and the game is stopped so it's so one of two things have happened here there's either going to be a penalty to rangers or a potential red card um and nothing seemed obvious at the time either way and then obviously it was a potential penalty check um again the game you you would think what, what's actually happened here when you see it back the tears for Steven Smith are just fucking glorious. They really are. Because what he's what what is he talking about? I have no idea. It's so reminiscent of the Niko Katic pull on uh, Christopher Julian. Um, it's unbelievable. Yet you still had Celtic fans saying only one team gets that. Like are you just like Celtic fans like to invent things? They literally invented this penalty um, because that is the first time I'd ever seen. A penalty been given for that sort of uh, short grab by Katic on Julian. I was gobsmacked, but I couldn't even argue against it because it was a penalty. But by the letter of law, you're going to get about six, seven, eight penalties um, every game for this. So I'm definitely not going to sympathise with, with Naismith, I'm, I'm a fault. Really. I, as I say, it's hilarious how how much he had a wee tantrum. Absolutely of beautiful. Um, but what I would say is, is look, I can kind of have a wee bit of sympathy for Hearts fans in this. Not, no saying it's not a penalty, but it is in the kind of one of those varieties that, that all that kind of shit goes on all the time. I have to say that, like you have to be kind of objective here. Maybe not as obvious as it was at the weekend, but um, it certainly does happen two, three, four times a, a, a game. I would, I would definitely say. But um, when it gets called for a penalty check on VAR and then VAR slows everything down, Tom, it's going to be nothing other than a penalty, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, as you, as you say, by rights we should see if we have got to penalise all of that. Probably five or six penalties a game, but yeah. never mind. But, yeah, I, the, the first thing I just want to say, the, you know, put, putting up with that 80-90 minutes was almost worth it to listen to Naismith whinging and see his face at full-time. Beautiful, Almost That's worth fun. it. Almost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just yeah.
1: But, yeah, you, you couldn't, it was a stonewall. You couldn't, yeah, you can't not give it. It was It was blatant. On On replay, it was blatant, and, you know, yeah. fair play to the VAR people for noticing it. Yeah, yeah. Um... Did you want Tav taking the penalty, Tom? Yes and no. Yes, oh. because you know he's Tav and he, he he scores more than he misses. And although he he hadn't hit, but he hadn't had his best game. You you know he's you've still got that chance that he's gonna he's gonna do something. But the, you know there was a other part of me that sort of thought, well, is you know we've had a we've had a He's not had a particularly good game. Maybe
0: Danilo should be taking it. But and then obviously if he does miss it, then I yes. Uh, he's, he's in a pretty, pretty precarious position as a Rangers captain because that would have just been... So, so, so fair play to he's, him. He's stepped up. He's, he's shown real balls here. Um, and I thought Tav's performance in the last 15 minutes, that game was absolutely fantastic. It really was. Probably best I've seen him in a long time. He drove us forward and he got us the win. But to show balls and courage to step up to that penalty spot at 1-0 down in a crucial game where... If we get a positive win here, well, obviously anyone's a positive. But if we get a win here, that um, eats away eats Celtic's lead. Um, he's obviously the captain, and he obviously missed a penalty in the first half. D- there is a lot more to lose than gain here, Dave. Really, when you think about it and put it like that. Aye,
2: the easiest thing in the world is for Tav just to hand that penalty over because it's it. it you're getting close to. He- could, it would be eyes. It would be the end of him in the eyes of a lot of fans. Yeah. Because he does have his critics. We're split down the middle on Tav and uh, another goal and an assist, right? We'll come. I want to come back to the, goal, the the Tav numbers thing, right? But if he misses that and Celtic go eight points clear, there is then pretty much no way back in the eyes of a lot of fans. And do you know I've I've resisted it for a long time, but do they have a valid criticism about the mentality? I'm not sure, about him particularly, but across the squad. There's a question of mentality and he's sort of emblematic of that and I you think you you're finished at Rangers if you miss that and take put them it basically sealed the title for them mm-hmm. so yeah. I think it took incredible guts and something that gets criticized for the, the leadership the mentality it takes guts I also think it takes guts he puts it down the middle it I mean there's a 100% chance if you've missed a penalty that you're going to just take the easy option if the keeper stands still and he t- and he just catches that Oh my God. Should, aye. Tav's over. Game over. So it does take guts. It takes Boss to step up and take it and hard and firm down the middle. Fair play to Xander Clark for getting out the road. Um, but aye. It's another example of Tav, who supposedly is the weak link in the mentality department, popping up again with crucial numbers to pushes over the line.
0: Oh. Just, uh I it was, I was kind of nervous for him here because I, I knew, I knew, I knew how my own reaction was going to be. Um, and he obviously slots the ball home. It's one each. Come on, uh, I loved his, I loved his reaction. You know, he's happy the goal scored, and then he's basically telling him, get that fucking ball right now and get back to that centre st- uh, spot. I loved that. Absolutely loved that. Um, and they did The game restarted We win the ball back A couple of minutes later Tav again drives um, I think it plays the ball Into the midfield And the ball gets back to him He's driving the ball again Puts off Just a, a, a fucking World-class crossing It has to be said um, I've criticised Tav Many times In the last 18 months I think deservedly so uh, But you know I always try and be fair when credit is, is due, and um, that I've watched that cross about forty times. One, well, it just gets better and better and better. Right onto the coupon of Danilo, and there it is. The game is won in the ninety fourth, ninety fifth minute. Just beautiful, Tom. Um, what a ball by Tav! What a finish by Danilo! Three points. We've got out of jail. It is literally. It's not a smashing grab in the traditional sense where hearts have been absolutely battered us and we've stole the points, but it's a smashing grab in the sense of, did we really? And, and people will say, look at the XG, look at the possession, look at the amount of chances, blah, blah, blah. Of course we deserved it. But for in terms of inventiveness, uh, in terms of being proactive in that park, in terms of actually dragging ourselves over that line, in terms of having pure grit, determination, and I I get this, people go, what the made you want two goals in the last 90 minutes? Um, I still don't actually think we fully deserve to get the three points. However, what I will say is, that's a very, very, very good sign for Rangers going forward. I have to say that, it really is. If we can get, and and again, people may go, I'm talking shit, but I really don't think I'm talking shit. I genuinely don't think, on my hand and heart, did we deserve that? No, because I thought we were rotten. I thought we were terrible, um, and yet we came out with the three points. And as I say, I think that's a great thing going forward. Because how many times have we been in that position in the last three years and we've, we've just not been able to get the winner? Uh, it's ridiculous, actually. How many times I can think, um, and here we are, third game in Mclemont. People will go, ah, but look at Bill up at Pataudry. That was a freak. This was this was mentality." that that last 15 minutes tom was perfection and if we can bottle that last 15 minutes and stretch that over 90 going forward we're in this fucking title race, unbelievably yep we th- those players would have would have went into training i'm
1: assuming they were in training today or you know um, yeah the play so they might have a depth but whatever yeah they they they'll be th- they'll be feeling you know t- 10 foot 10 foot tall today you know that, that they've had a boost so yeah i mean did we played well you know we, did we play well no did, did we play better than hearts yes so you could say we, we you know we deserve the win. But that mentality, that that drive, as you say, just to say, look, we're doing this, it has to be commended. So yeah. Yeah. Uh
0: Dave, your thoughts
2: Aye, on... I'm looking carried away because we enjoyed the three two up at Petondre, we enjoyed the three two against Hibs at Ibrooks coming from behind under bill and thought that was a sign. Sometimes these things happen. I think I'm going to, to see a bit more evidence over a longer period of time. But it, as you I, I actually take a different view. I thought we were actually for the most part Okay. Hearts played six. Hearts are the third force, right, or want to be, and they played six at the back. That's going to be difficult if. Who's third in England, do Man City? If they Uh, went uh. and played with six men across the back and then another three in front of that. It's going to be difficult. Hearts have got decent players and they've got a guy up front who can lead the line. So packing the defence like that is always going to make life difficult. And I thought we actually played not too bad. Uh, we, we, it was more, much more of a Rangers-controlled game, which I've been screaming at for since probably the end of Gerrard, where we've controlled the entire game by one or two moments. So I thought we were actually all right. There's still things to be worked on in the final third and we've covered day two and we've covered a few other things. Could do we getting Todd back to fitness, could do we getting players back, could do we fucking signings up there to improve. But I, I thought we were actually okay for the most part. Now, if you'd asked me this at 75 minutes, I'd have been saying the complete opposite. But on reflection, there was a partner play, we stuck to it, we kept going and we got our rewards. No getting carried away with the mentality, but it's it, it might not be back in the title race material, but we're certainly not completely at it, which it would have been if it was stayed at 7 or gone to eight. eight. That was it game over you could bookies could have paid out the day on the title so we've kept ourselves in it and i again it's a captain who comes up with a decisive moment on that front it's 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 great we've got a guy who can do that right and for all his critics he will be remembered as the guy who did these things in these moments but the, the extent to which we rely on him after still eight year is a, a complete cause for concern for me mm, yeah
0: Yes. It's- no, I I get that point it is a bit about a concern. Well, it's it's not just about a concern; it is a major concern. Um, but it, look, Tav's captaincy is under the the microscope at the moment. I actually think, for good reasons, uh, I'm I'm one of the ones that is questioning whether he is the man to take us forward. He plays like that. The way he played the last 50 minutes, he he plays like that because you see that last 50 minutes. That wasn't even about te- technique. Although there was that world class cross. Yeah, that, that, that's your technique part of it, but just complete mentality, determination, application, will to win, dragging his teammates across the line, putting his body in the way. He blocked about two or three shots. He, he, he intercepted a couple of passes. He was a machine. He was a man on a mission. I want to see more of it. I need to see more of it, because if I don't, then this question mark over his captaincy is still going to remain. Um, ultimately, it will be judged in trophies, but I think if he plays like that more often than he doesn't, trophies are pretty much inevitable um, but Dave the question is, is he capable of playing like that for you know, the majority of games I, th- that's the thing, I don't think he is I think
2: it's been unfair I think Tav generally over his career has delivered that level of performance more often than not
0: Nah, nah that, I, I think he's, nah, I would disagree with it I, his performances have always been about technique, I'm talking about this as a mentality thing you know. here uh, I just haven't seen that level of mentality from him nah, I, near enough I,
2: would need to disagree to disagree Because I think Tav has always been the guy who's his physicality And his pace and running power He's maybe Good. losing a wee bit of that now
0: You're going to but, get letters mate, I'm telling you What's that? You're going to get letters
2: <laughs> Aye
0: People are going to be writing into us <laughs>
2: I, I, I'll i stick by it I could deduce evidence to that effect I think Tav's generally always his, his engine has never been in question His ability to cover ground Get up and down the line Put crosses in driving people forward. I suppose the high point was last season in the Europa League where he was getting goals, field and play, assists at a high level. I, I've never been that. I've always been a Tav fan. I've never doubted his, his ability to lead by example, to lead by personality. I'm not so, no so worried about that, but people question him on that basis and fair enough. But I think in terms of driving us forward and getting us up the park and running, for a long time, in the peak, early banter years, Tav was the only guy who who could match any of the physicality Celtic had and again in Europe last season he was a machine so I think he'd been a bit harsh there in terms of his ability to drive us forward. Did it, has it dipped and peaked and dropped and has it been in a dip lately? Aye, I don't think he's had a great season. Probably didn't really have his best season last season either but in terms of his contribution and key moments he's probably unsurpassed as a Rangers player in my lifetime for the amount of goals and assists that Paul of big, big fucking holes that we've dug ourselves
0: into. Mm.
2: Definitely getting letters about that point. Going yeah. to get a, a fucking tweet storm tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I mean, if uh, there's so many players coming to mind here with probably more moments in town for me. Novo, for example. Um, mm, I think for quantity, you'd
2: be hard pushed. Novo with the big moments, right? Novo with
0: that's the thing, Celtic. We... But, no 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 moment Scottish trophies. That's why there is this misconception. I don't know if you have uh, really got a misconception, but this is how there is this um unable to correlate Towers big moments with Equal's success because ultimately they haven't. It's alright doing it against your Livingston's your Aberdeens, your Hearts, your Hubs, whatever but So bit.
2: here's here's my counterpoint and we'll end it on this right. If Tav Hidney pulled us out the pole against Livingston, against St Johnson, I'll against still get, Dundee. Still get
0: the same amount of trophies as well uh,
2: Aye. Uh, but we would have been fucking third a lot of and would have been in a lot worse positions.
0: Nah, I don't know man. Third is still the same as second. It means fuck all. That's that's mm, I'm not sure about
2: that. It's no, significantly worse in Scotland.
0: I, I really don't think it is mate. We finished third Two years in a row, mate, and I didn't feel any more indifferent to finishing second for nearly fucking three years in a row under it's, it's, that's, And I think that's where the majority of Rangers fans are at. I just can't differentiate or maybe compartmentalise the contribution Tav has made to us because ultimately it's meant for all. And I know that is really, really harsh, but it's the truth. Uh, two trophies in, what, eight, nine years and people will always go back to the Europa League one, rightfully so, but that that was obviously just... We can't pin
2: the
0: lack no, of but, trophies on one guy. No, but I get that as well. That 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 comes to the departmental, de compartmentalizing it, um, where we shouldn't be doing that as a fan base. But there's only been one consistent through that eight-nine year, so that's that's where the that's well, where the correlation comes to. You know what I mean? And, and by the way, I actually know it's harsh. I know it's harsh, But we're, we're projecting we're like, eight we're like years. Of,
2: we're projecting eight years of off field. And no,
0: on-field no, problems no. onto one guy then. No, no, that because Tav, Tav, Tav came to us when there was no off-field problems. That that was all done. Tav came to us when, when Dave came. Of course, there was still a legacy. Of course, we were still rating up all the shit for it. But Tav's never as a Rangers player never needed to worry about what's been happening off the park for me. Never. We've we've
2: basically founded an entire podcast on discussing the off-field problems at Rangers. Do you remember the, the fucking Ross Wilson out campaign we orchestrated?
0: Uh, again that's <laughs> I know but is that something that has affected Tav's ability as
2: a Rangers player? It's supplied them with poor quality teammates as it has. We've, we've, we started this off with all about Lammers and Dessers and how bad it's been that they've been signed and point fingers into the the boardroom for the acquisition of they two. Right. That's that's a failure of, of off field management to get the two
0: no, and... right, okay, fair enough no, no no I'll take that point I'll take that But I'll concede that Tom do you want to come in here at any point or are you just are you getting popcorn or...
1: <laughs> I've got the popcorn I'm quite happy just start getting splinters on the fence <laughs> from my listening to YouTube <laughs> but I think the, the point is Tav does split opinion
2: right it, it's where 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 do you stand on him? Really, we've both articulated our sides of the argument, right? We're never going to resolve it because it's just one of these things. Until he wins fucking six in a row and two trebles, it's not going to go away, right? I accept that. The problem we have as a club, regardless of your opinion of Tav as a fucking captain, a player, guy, whatever. Yeah, hold on, David. Have, have, forget,
0: deal, fuck off, Oh, I'm not no in the Tav hey. right, like, well, Wait a minute.
2: Wait, let, me, let me finish my point. Sorry. Regardless of where you stand, right, whether you're at one, I'm at one end of the spectrum, as a fan, you're in the middle, there are others who are at the far end. The fact that Rangers Football Club are so reliant on... Uh, uh, OK, right, big moments, wee moments, so have a routine league wins. How many routine league wins have we relied on Tav for? How many times has it been a goal or assist for him who's got is a draw or two points, or sorry, not two points, a draw or three points or a win in Europe? We're still relying on the guy. We haven't improved... It, it, in any area of the team to get anybody at that level of contribution and that's the worry for me leaving Tav aside we now rely almost 75% on him for big moments to win his games we don't have forwards that can do it very few well, Ruth injured all the time Danilo possibly Todd is the only guy who's possibly in that bracket that's what worries me is that we still have to go to the Tav well to pull ourselves out of these
0: situations but then again I'm just thinking like uh Again, we're going to go right into a debate here. Again, I'm I'm, I'm really not trying to wind you up or to try and just get a a good bit of podcasting um, out of us. But I think to myself, guys like Alec Cleland were welcomed into a, a, a dressing room and were brought up to standard by leadership. I'm thinking about guys like Kurt Broadfoot uh, were brought into a dressing room and were brought up to standard by leadership. Barry Ferguson, Davy Wheel. I've seen plenty of average players come into Rangers and actually outperform their ability purely because of the players that are that are dragging them up to that standard and the fact that we can't think of one person Tav has brought up to his standard shows that leadership maybe isn't one of his better qualities Tav is good at leading himself there is no doubt about that but how can he no doubt for these other teammates again you may go like that but how is he responsible for other players failing well- it's one his job as a
2: captain and in, in, going a, we're going into a weird psychological
0: hinterland here of Tav. We don't see what
2: Tav does on and off the park, and the, the other guys you mentioned had five or six top quality players around them, and a and a link to a culture at the club of success. They played at a time when the club had enjoyed success, and there was a culture of success around the club. I think we're getting into a kind of, a, a territory that we're not really too. Confident on because we don't know what goes on behind the scenes, and we can't. We can't it's just all speculation, really. The, the long and the short of it is we rely on him for so much that it's
0: unsustainable, and that fundamentally no, I, is, I is where my point I, is. I know I would agree. How do you know just fucking say that? And I was I just saying I agreed with we? you. Well, I was getting to that. We ended up <laughs> the a cut of tangents. <laughs> yeah. Dave, do you want? I know, uh, Dave. Sorry, uh, Tom. Do you want to come in here at any point?
2: I'm happy he's listening to I don't, I, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
0: what... And again, it's... It's a sign I'm of the fact... I don't know I'm gonna, what I'm going to... I am I have no idea what's going on there. There's a bit of lag there for you, for your end, Tom. <laughs> you're like, you're just completely fucking pissed, listening to us, Dave.
2: Aye. I mean, see if we had any, three, two or three guys up front who were getting his type of numbers, we would be in a far, far, far better place. And probably look. have mere trophies. It's 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 not so much a praise in the It's a, it's using him as a mirror to reflect the substandard recruitment up front. That we don't have anybody who's getting even close to his numbers and assists and big goals, goals that win 2 two ones assist that were two months, and that has got to be remedied because the tough debate will be over in two or three years because he's gonna go he's he's starting to decline you can sort of see it he's not going to be about forever unless he manages to reinvent himself as like a defensive midfielder or something you're probably looking at another two or three years and then where will we be if we just lose all the goals and assists and we don't replace them for anywhere else in the team we'll
0: see we'll see but uh, that, look, look overall i think he had a pretty poor to average game minute one to 80 Minute ten to ninety six, I thought it was phenomenal, um, and I just hope to see more of that going forward for Tav because we will need him, we do need him, we do rely on him, um, and as I say, look, we had a kind of wider debate about Tav there, but ultimately we're we talking about the Hearts game, and as I say, that last 15, 16 minutes, I thought it was phenomenal, so I I can't really I can't really fault him for that because it was a leader, I seen leadership, it did drive us on. It did get his three points and, and fair to him. Um and long may that continue. Um so that was it. Uh nothing else really to say. We cut the gap to five. Um it's it's game on. Uh, let's let's see what happens. It's I I'd never expected in a million years to be in this position. Uh, kind of three, four weeks after Bill left, but here we are. Uh, very, very frustrating the fact that we could beat off Aberdeen because that would have took us to two points. Very, very frustrating that we could beat off Kilmarnock, because that obviously would have put us fucking top. Very, very frustrating that we could beat off Celtic because that would have put us four points clear. Three winnable games that Bill really has fucked us for, and we are still feeling the 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 in the balls for him because, as I say. Okay, all fun games shit happens, but that command looking in Aberdeen game is really, really costing us deal at the moment. And uh the unfortunate thing is if Beale had
2: won, then we'd probably still be
0: here and it would just be a matter of time.
2: So we possibly...
0: <laughs> uh,
2: it's possibly... It's fucking hard to stomach, and I, I couldn't even bring myself to sit in the pod, but it's possible... I think Tom might have said it. It's possibly a blessing in disguise. In fact, no. I think you did say it, Tom, and I reacted quite harshly, but in hindsight, it's a blessing in disguise because we managed to get ourselves shot at him when it's still... Turn roundable. Oh, visible that's the word. Turn roundable isn't even a fucking
1: word, Dave. Can't do it. No, it is no. It is no. <laughs> T- turn roundable, great word. Yeah, I think we should use it from now on. Um.
0: So, the Turn roundable from this game to the next game is only a couple of days. Um, we are playing <laughs> Dundee away on Wednesday at Dens Park, uh, guys. I have to say, by the way, Dundee are very quietly going about their business very well. They look comfortable. I don't think they're going to get relegated. Um, former Rangers target, or f- former Rangers assistant manager target, Tony Dockery, the manager there, Tom. Then a then a good job. Yeah, I mean, I've
1: i must say I've not really kept an eye on how the how they progress, but I believe they're in the top six. So yeah, they're not going to be any slouches. But then again, you know, if we if we if we play to our strengths.
0: We we can win. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I I, I hate, Dave, you know me. I hate it when people say no disrespect to them. No, fuck that. Complete disrespect to them. It's fucking Dundee. We should be hammering them ninety nine <laughs> times out of hundred. I I mean,
2: you you're right. That's title winning team's day, go up there and win comfortably, get the job done, come away with 3-0 in terms of them they're fifth but they're kind of, I think they've only won one game since August, they might only have won two all season, so they're
0: they won, getting the one of the weekend, they beat yeah, Leverton they're getting draws uh,
2: yeah. and they, they kind of pack them, we're not working up there, they're working up to the low block, hod out for the draw, try and scrape something for a long ball, you know what it's like now and as teams start to see Right, Rangers have got their act together. You'll just get more and more of that. I think teams felt under Bill we were, we were able to be got at. I think they might now go, right, fuck, we'll just pack the defence again. Yeah. So it's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night. Horrible wee Stadium, a uh, dark, dank night, probably raining. It's just going to be a night for, for grinding it out and trying to find that moment of quality. So for that reason, I hope Danilo starts and literally they just pick somebody off supporter's bus to start is the other one. Yeah. And and see the Lambers and Dessers literally just fucking throwing him out of hat and get a guy who's said a kebab and three pints up front because he can't be any worse than the other two. Yeah,
1: just yeah. throw a couple of pairs of boots into the stand? You know, first one to catch him can play. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aye. <laughs> um, right, so before I come to the social media and obviously about... Um, sponsor, uh, there's a new section kind of blindsiding you a wee bit here, but Dave will know what I'm talking about. There's a new section to the show, it's I, I, what, what we call it. We'll call it uh, Bet X Watch. Don't know if that sounds like a shit name, Chris. Bet getting a slagging on Twitter. That probably sounds like a shit <laughs> name. <to get> <laughs> <laughs> just, just
1: Bet X Watch sounds like we're looking for your old girlfriend or
0: something. Uh, <laughs> don't call it that, don't call it that. Fuck that, <laughs> uh, right? So, um. I like to tweet when I'm watching the football, whether I'm at the football or sitting on one house. And, and, you know, I was a wee bit perplexed about, I wasn't on the post-match after uh, we played Prague. But I was a wee bit perplexed about Ben Davis fucking taking the corners in Prague. I still don't understand it. People are trying to explain it to me, but I'm never going to accept it as a reason that it should, it should ever have been a fucking thing. Um, so that, that I, I tweeted my displeasure about it. Um, and someday, do I name him, Dave? Did I name him? I don't know.
2: You've he, got such a you've got such a legion of uh, fans like this. I think naming them would be unfair because some of them might feel left out. So I think you just need to keep them anonymous
0: because
2: there, mean, there's no there's no shortage of this
0: content. He named me. <laughs> right, okay, I'm protecting somebody that just tried to the most. So he tweeted I had to mute that Chris Beck character. Absolute rocket face palm emoji. Um, Are
2: you going to read
0: did, my reply or not? Aye, 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 aye. So we had uh, <laughs> that, that was the, that was a tweet. So I got hold and obviously I quote-tweeted it and said, "Excellent, Fred would read again and again." Um, and somebody, Philly, F- Philly loaded, uh, which is at staunch bastard By the way, that's one of my mates. Um, he was all over it. He, he tweeted, "Boys, a fucking banger!" And he get two likes. Brilliant. Um, so. the done that a long long time ago what's he saying and the guy the original poster said it's just the constant moaning negativity over everything didn't even follow the guy but it just kept coming up in my timeline for some reason two likes he got by the way um uh, negativity because ben i literally wasn't a negative at all just ben davis with taking a uh scott uh at <laughs> did the same tonight laughing emoji two likes he got blue tommy said the mute button is fantastic um no, this guy's a, this, guy, this guy's good We'll come to him the, We'll come to him last right AG brilliant here Three likes this guy got by the way An insufferable Greeting face Cunt And heavy hypocrite <laughs> Fucking hell man What am I hypocr- what, what, what am I Hypocrite <laughs> Jesus Christ Three likes he go by the way I'll
2: retweet it I'll see if I can get him somewhere
0: yeah. Ah okay And <laughs> then you've Then you've got. Given- an absolute helmet of a guy, always worried in quotation marks, always worried about everything. That podcast he does is full of utter fanny, spouting negative shit all day, every day. And Dave, you're just obviously coming. Glad someone agrees. Full of absolute pellets. That podcast can't handle my phone. I fight fire. With, I fight fire with fire. So I'm just going to read out some. Uh, tweets here Bill out question mark fuck off man it's a touch of class by Bill who absolutely oozes it however there was absolutely nothing wrong with that goal and had the roles been reversed there is no chance they were doing the same talking about Patek and obviously talking about Bill's utter class he just oozes it Bill is Jeez. not the problem here so that's also want to say Bill is not the problem here he's got a team packed full of shite bags who continually shite the bed in big games okay again letting Fissel score was a touch of class by Bill who absolutely oozes it uh, there was nothing wrong so this is our reply to somebody there was nothing wrong with that goal and had the rules been reversed we would, we would have been told to suck it up some of the comments directed to the manager are fucking ridiculous though He also said so we're talking about Sam Lammers uh, Sam Lammers Fred by Johnny McFarlane Hart uh, and Hand said after it this is literally when we signed him Hart and Hand said his scoring record is poor but he must have something the manager wants at the end of the day Bill knows what happens if he gets this summer wrong said if Mick Bill rates him then that's good enough for me <coughs> um he asked how it's the board's fault that obviously uh we bottled another title. Um and then there was an this is the best one, Tom. You're gonna like this. There was an interview with Ross Wilson tweeted out on the ninth, uh, the last year, twenty twenty-one. Um and it was done by Sky. It said what an appointment Ross Wilson has been. He then said it's almost as if that Ross Wilson actually does know exactly what he's doing. And then the last one Dessers will come good. He's had zero support and been fighting for scratch Once he gets a run of games in a team that creates chances, he'll score fun. He'll score for fun. So, I. Uh, what did he say about me again? An absolute helmet of a guy who also worried about everything, I always worried about everything In that podcast, he does feel a lot of fanny spouting negative shit all day every day, I'd rather be a negative fanny spouting shit all day every day and be worried about everything than talk utter shit all day every day on Twitter, a um, uh, comment Dave about Mr Positivity here, Ross Wilson's amazing, Dessers will come good, and Matt Mike will be who's wo- class, that's that's the perfect hat trick a shite ranger
2: takes really, that's, <laughs> that's the left foot right foot header, uh
0: fucking <laughs> terrible ranger sticks so what we, we, we calling this section because this happens to me every week where i get people calling me for stuff like let's, I just, know. let's just read it out every week uh, I, I, there's, there's a thread about me on follow follow that um it's not about me but it's about i i've ended up being brought into it somehow um tom you can get all that information together and bring that out over the weeks because that's an even better laugh man <laughs> honest fuck oh i
2: can't wait. Mate. Reawaken my, f- I've not been on that forum meaningfully for a bit, fucking 15 years but I think I might warm my
0: login back <laughs> you know, up I didn't like see when I seen the stuff running about me I'm like what the actual fuck man it was just um, like people that genuinely I don't even know because obviously they'll get aliases but some of the stuff running about me was just hilarious it was like I don't even know <sighs> Tom that's your mission for next time you're on the podcast find that for um <laughs> okay. it, and, it's a good job you don't offend isn't it aye <laughs> and um We'll, we'll put it on the bet. X watch, <laughs> that's, that's your joke for next week. You need to get a better name for this section of the show. Uh, but I, I, I that's that's a that's a on my social media life, and and obviously, friends like you know, the guy who said the boy's an absolute banger, who's that who is actually my friend, getting three likes and that, and obviously, Dave another friend of mine kind of sticking a knife in and, and, and getting a few likes uh, talking shit about the podcast so who needs enemies mate uh, exactly mate exactly exactly um so i this absolute banger uh is bringing this show to a, an end here just before i do um if you've our sponsors uh pie sports pie sports.com they deliver um nationwide to mainland uk uh not of an island, Uh, they're not quite there yet but uh, I'm sure they will eventually, so Wales, England and Scotland, they deliver um, all throughout Um, if you could visit them, piesports.com if you put the promo code uh, sat at 10 so that's sat at sign one zero sat at 10 you'll get 10% off and that's piesport.com and also we are on social media follow us like us and or subscribe to us we're on twitter facebook
2: instagram
0: or abuses or, or abuses or abuses, sorry, or abuses um twitter facebook instagram tiktok youtube spotify apple podcast and amazon mm-hmm. music we're on all of that Um, And also just on the the, the pie spot thing, the the pie of the week is still up and running so get your nominations in. Um, You can't nominate me, don't try and be funny. Um, So yeah, get your pie of the week nominations in and obviously we'll be back this week to discuss the Dundee game. Um, looking forward to the heart semi-final. Um, Eddie, I think we'll be back for then, and obviously so Andrew. And we'll read out some of your Pie of the Week nominations, and we'll pick the best one, which then goes into the draw for Pie of the Month. And if you win Pie of the Month, you win a free slab of pies on us. So there you go. Um, so all that's left for me to do is obviously thank my esteemed guest, First of all, Tom, Tom, thank you very much, mate. I know you're going to be busy this week. Um, can I share your news, Tom? Am I allowed to do that? Is that something you want to keep private? Yeah, uh, yeah so but we've one, we've
1: no, you can do that. Can I just remind the list is sat at three as in the name of the pod and you get ten percent off, not sat at ten. <laughs> do
0: you know what fucking the last time as well? It's sad 3. I don't know why I keep doing that. I really do not know why I keep doing that. That's fucking funny, man. That is funny. Like like I actually think so the last time I was on I I literally did not mean to make the mistake, but I know what's happened to you. It's just infused in my mind now where I actually believe my own fucking shit jokes. <laughs> 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 that's funny. Andrew's gonna kill me for that. I've just upset the sponsors again. It's sat at free and you get ten percent off. It's not sat at ten. Uh, so yeah, so it's sat at sign free and then you get ten percent off if you put that in. Oh, that's brilliant. Um <laughs> I'm actually in trouble for that, um, Andrew's going to kill me, but aye, sorry Tom, um, yeah, am I I'm allowed to share your news? Of course, yes. Uh, so uh, Tom is now happily engaged, uh, that happened over the weekend, so he is, he, we, we might never get him back in the podcast about it again, Dave.
2: Oh, congratulations Tom, I must have missed that, congratulations mate. Always, oh, thank you. Did you really? I had quite a busy weekend mate, I was, aye. <laughs>
0: Aye, but I no. Congratulations, Tom, from from all of us here at Sat at Ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but thank you as always, Tom. It's always a pleasure. Aye, and uh, of course, thank you to Dave, my sparring partner. It's good to have you back.
2: <laughs> yeah, cheers, mate. It feels a little while well, since we've been on together. Enjoyed that.
0: No, it's always it's always a pleasure. Um, so yeah, join us um, this week. Again, we will obviously be discussing the the Dundee game and looking forward to the Hearts semi-final this Sunday. So, yeah, join us then. Thank you very much for your support. Cheers.